Meet Will Bob. Spells. <laughs> Are you testing the mic? Sound like that. <laughs> Bonjour. Welcome. Davida Simp. To our special <laughs> afternoon episode. Afternoon episode of Rules is Written. Back to your usual schedule. Well, this is the second episode after the usual scheduled broadcasting. Yeah. We'll be releasing it at a normal time, so actually this has, like, no bearing on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's daylight out, and that changes us. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm traveling, so we're recording this a bit early. Early. What are we talking about today? Spells. Spells! We are jumping into our magic. This is our first episode about spells, about magic. But JT, what is a spell? Excellent question, man who has read the title. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, so a spell in D&D is something that kind of like magic seems like it's kind of this force that just exists throughout the world. And then mm -hmm. a spell is a way that you can express this magic in a particular way to make something weird happen. Yeah. Definitely, as well as manipulate it, I guess. I think it also depends on what class you are. When yeah, you get your magic. Each... Clerics get their magic from God. Yeah, so like, where do you get your magic from? It probably tells you in the book. Druids, <laughs> nature, warlock, Cthulhu. You know, <laughs> the normal. <laughs> yeah, so that's a fun flavor that matters if we will later go into this when we talk about classes is where does your magic come from? It's, it's definitely something to get into your role play. Yeah. Well. Some people have like a physical item, right? Like yeah. you have a little arcane focus mm -hmm. and uh, you know, like your cleric has like a little holy symbol or something. And if you lose that, no oh. more casting for you. <laughs> well, so you can still suck. cast, but you need material components and stuff, don't you? Yeah, it'll be a thing. It's a, uh, yeah. It's a drain. Then you have to read more rules. <laughs> <laughs> and who wants that? Who wants to read rules? When you can have them spoken in your ear holes. <laughs> okay, what do we need to know? There's levels. Spells have levels. I think people have heard about this. When they kind of enter D&D, they hear about spell levels. Yeah. What does that mean? So intuitively, it's the relative power of effect of a spell. Mm -hmm. So they go from zero to nine. The more high level it is, usually the more impressive the spell is. And, yeah, that makes um, sense. Zero being something that we'll talk about later. <laughs> zero is a little special. That's why they're zero. zero. That's why they're special. But I think it's also worth saying that these are separate levels to your character level. Yeah, they don't correlate one to one from yeah. your character level. So like if you're, I think you get ninth level at 17th. So you get yeah, nice level like spells at 17th character level, something yeah. like that. And then there's also rangers who are half casters who only go up to fifth level. Yeah, so there might be inherent limitations depending on your class. Yeah. So that will be something that you'll need to read in the class. So it's it's pretty straightforward. The higher the level, the more boomy the spell. The bigger the boom. So what are some ninth level spells? Things like Wish. You make wish a is wish. Wish the only one. I don't know what else. Like, I uh, explode Earth. Or like. <laughs> yeah. What's a good first level spell? Like a barometer. So first yeah. levels, those will be the ones that you're probably more familiar with, like the magic missiles. Yeah, you like, fire three projectiles or so. Yeah, I have never misses. One of my favorites also catapult. Yes, that's just <laughs> launch an item five pounds or fewer. Yes, mage hand. Uh, mage hand first level. That's a classic one. Wait, mage hand is a cantrip. Is it? Yeah, I'm a twat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. That's why you know you use it constantly. Yeah, right? it's just like. By the way, pro tip with mage hand, mage hand can carry rope. 
So you just get the mage hand to tie something up, and then you can have the whole party pull it. We should have a whole episode on min-maxing ways to use oh, I'm sure spell combinations. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say is a good example of, let's say, a third level spell? Fireball. Fireball, that's a classic one. That does tons of damage for the level. Yeah, a lot of fire-based spell spells, I've noticed, are the most highest damaging spells. Yeah, I think Whereas, like, the other ones are, like, you are leaning into the effects. Yeah, definitely. Fires tend to be just, like, direct damage, whereas yeah. things like cold also can, Usually like, slows. freeze you and yeah. slows. There's a million different effects. Poison, obviously, adds poison effects. Necrotic is also actually quite direct damage, mm. now that I think about it. So, what about fifth level, mid-range? Uh, we've got stuff like Wall of Force. That's a good one. You basically make a wall that people can't move through. Yeah, that like nothing can move through. Like, <laughs> yeah, on you can any plane. <laughs> That's a whole thing. Uh, what else? Gias? That's a fifth level. Control someone, mm. but they can like disobey you and then they just take a shit ton of damage. But that's just a one, one time deal. Yeah, it's like pretty strong stuff with like mostly few vulnerabilities. Yeah, mass cure wounds as well. Mm. That's a good one. So you're really kind of amping up the effects by now. Yeah, this will usually be like most campaigns will probably max out around fifth yeah. level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets a bit silly, I think. After 7th level, 7th, 8th, and 9th, I think it all kind of falls apart, really. The power levels and what exactly. Yeah, Maybe yeah, the designers cause... have thought of things that we haven't thought of. 7th level, you're getting things like Teleport, Conjure Celestial, Firestorm is a really high-level damaging spell. Yeah. Finger of Death, that's more like direct damage die. just on one you, creature. Yeah, you, you die. will die. <laughs> you must die now. <laughs> And then finally, ninth level, you end up with the really powerful stuff like Wish. Yeah, the ones that were definitely not playtested. <laughs> <laughs> and then also things like True Polymorph, You're Astral Projection. I feel like ninth level, they're way more open to interpretation. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. it's kind of harder to just continue down the road of more dice. Where are you going to roll like 40? Yeah. Power word kill, I think that does 100 damage instantly. Uh, if it has 100 fewer, otherwise it has no effect. Mm. Which is a bit of a weird one. And then there's also the spell weird. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's the spell weird, which basically is a fear effect that only lasts a minute. And, and only like does 4d10 psychic damage. It's like not that good. It's just like mass nightmare. It's like like uh, what Scarecrow is trying to do in the first Batman. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think by the time you, you basically have these effects at early level, then the effects get stronger the higher you go. And then if you get even higher, you can just affect more creatures with the same amount mm. of like magic with the same like one spell slot. Yeah, or you just have like more higher interpretive. Yeah, or it's, or it's like astral projection. Yeah. Okay, like this is clearly a very story based thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what are you doing with this? All right, what do we got after? So through all of these spell levels, the reason why they matter is because you have different spell slots. Yes, that is very important. There are two types of people that use magic, full casters and half casters. And there's an odd sprinkling on some subclasses like Eldritch Knight and some races get access to some spells. Mm. Tieflings are a pretty good example. But for spell slots, if you're a half caster, they go up to fifth level. That's the highest you can throw spells at. A full caster goes up to ninth level. Mm. But the fifth levels are kind of spread out a bit more as well. So you won't be getting fifth level at the same level, character level, yeah, as a full caster. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit more spread out. What have you got to tell us about spell slots? So if you want to cast your fifth level spell or whatever, mm -hmm. you'll need to expend a spell slot of a fifth level spell. So Or each, higher. Or higher. Well, we'll get into casting at a higher level. You know, a <laughs> bit. But right now, like, if you have a wizard or cleric or whatever, 
you have an amount of spells that you can cast at each level, and they're separate from each other. Yeah. So you might have like three first level, three second level, and two, two third level. Third level, something yeah, like that. Yeah, so all these spell slots, they're kind of like a currency for spells. Yeah, I you pay it, you pay one about it. to use one. Yeah, to yeah. use one. I think it's also worth noting that when you use a spell slot, that doesn't use up the spell from your list. We'll get to lists in a second, but you'll have a list of spells you can use. And using a spell slot doesn't remove that spell from the list. Yeah. You can recast the same spells if you want over and over again. So, for example, if you're a wizard who wants to cast Magic Missile. Magic Missile. <laughs> That's a what level spell? Uh, first first level. level spell. Yeah. So, you're trying to cast your Magic Missile, mm -hmm. and you have, let's say, three first level spell slots. Mm -hmm. Then you'll expend one of your first level spell slots to cast Magic Missile. Then you'll have two left. Then you have two left. So you if can you're, cast it two more times if you need. If you're, let's make it a bit more difficult. If you're third level, you'll have four first level spell slots, mm. two second level spell slots. What if you run out of first level spell slots? Well, then you'll be looking at casting at a higher level. <laughs> <laughs> so you can cast the same spells that you have in your lower level spell list at higher levels. And often the spell will have rules associated with that specific to the spell. Not always, but quite often. Yeah, quite often. If it doesn't, then, I mean, that just sucks. You're, you're kind of just, just like, overpaying. Yeah, you're If we carry on with our currency yeah. that way, you're just kind of overpaying. For example, Magic Missile, you are throwing out three Magic Missiles. They do mm. 1d4 plus one damage. Force damage. When you cast it at a higher level, you just do one more Magic Missile. So if you were casting this at level one, you do three. If you're casting it at level two, you're firing four. If you're casting it at ninth level, you're Magic. firing 11. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's done that. <laughs> and I want to be in that game. <laughs> ninth level. Magic missiles. <laughs> yeah, so you can kind of see actually from this how the spell doesn't necessarily get like, it's kind of logarithmic. It's not really, compared to your other spells that you'll have it's at It's not level. perfectly balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're casting spells at higher levels, it kind of gets worse and worse, I yeah. think, as you go on yeah, compared definitely. to like other spells. A ninth know. level magic missile is not the same as Wish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you can kind of balance that out. Um, All right, so we've talked about spells. How do you get spells? What are spells? How do you what, how do you know new spells? How do you have spells? How does this spell in your brain thing work? Well, the answer, Toby, is very simple. Mm-hmm. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have known spells and you'll have prepared spells. What's the difference? A known spell is just a spell that you know, and different classes will have different ways of knowing spells. Mm -hmm. So like a wizard has to record all of their spells into a book, Yep. and that's their known spells, whereas a cleric will just know, know all the spells. All yeah. the cleric spells, yeah. So, so it's kind of how you learn new spells as well. When yeah. you start, you'll have a list of spells, and how you add to that list depends on what class you are. Sorcerers get a new spell, or multiple spells, I think, sometimes. Whenever they level up, rangers get it every other time they level up because they're half-casters as well. Wizards, mm. like you say, they have the book that they record things in. Bards have a maximum number of spells known, so they can just replace already known spells with new spells when they level up as well. Mm. And then warlocks are weird. <laughs> <laughs> warlocks are weird. Yeah. <laughs> warlocks, as a quick side note, warlocks don't really use spell slots. 
Yeah, they're uh, they're weird for a lot of reasons. All their spells are the same level. Yeah, you just all cast their spell slots are the same. Spells. Yeah. So uh, if you're a warlock listening to this episode, forget everything we said about spell slots. <laughs> it doesn't apply to you. We'll You're do weird. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dive deep into that in because we're gonna have an episode for each class. Yeah. We'll do warlocks first. There you go. That's yeah, a that's, that's a, little, a promise. Little little nugget. <laughs> little nug we'll give you. So those are known spells. Yeah. But preparing spells. So some classes, most classes, will have to prepare spells, and mm. that can happen each day. Yep. After a long time. rest, pretty much. And that will be the list of spells that you can use that day. Although not all classes have to prepare spells. Yeah. Sorcerers don't prepare Sorcerers spells. Sorcerers just know the spells they know. Yep. So some, like, the flavor of that, I guess, is that you just yeah, you sorcerers inherently are, yeah. know. They're inherently magical. Yeah. They don't get their magic from a god or nature or anything. They yeah, so you magical. don't have to, like, you know. So yeah, there's caveats to all these rules in every class. What makes them unique is how they cast spells. Mm. So that's going to be a whole thing in of itself. But rest assured, we will get to it all. We will clear through the thicket of the brush that is <laughs> the rules of D&D. <laughs> so, nine unprepared spells, that's pretty straightforward. A quick side note, casting in armor. This is something that people often forget. Does Why it doesn't the anything? bard just wear heavy armor? Yeah, so I've noticed that, like, you know, wizards are squishy, yeah. right? And they have the whole mage armor thing, but why not just wear real armor? Because... If you are casting in armor that you're not proficient in, which is all of them, you can't. <laughs> it's simple. You just can't cast spells. Yeah. So if you want your DM to uh, like allow you to train in heavy armor as a wizard, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> You'll need it. <laughs> I think that's pretty a good overview. What about level zero spells? We touched on them earlier. Yeah. So now we're getting into the world of cantrips. Cantrips. Cantrips are super important. They're really important in your game. They're important yeah. to understand, and they're not too complicated. They're basically free spells. Free spells! You can just cast them yeah. over and over. No spell slots needed. Yeah, so you, uh, while you have spell slots that you use for level 1 to 9, if, God forbid, you ever have a campaign that goes that high, <laughs> <laughs> you will always have a level 0. And that's your cantrip. Yeah. So your cantrip is spell that like they're usually more difficult to acquire and to get more of. Like you I, usually yeah, get them it's at pretty, the beginning and then you get them at the beginning and maybe sometimes when you level up you get an extra one or two. Yeah, so two. Most people cap yeah. out about four or less. Yeah, you won't have too many because they're like I think the most thought in spells in D D were put into like the cantrips. Yeah, definitely. just because of like it's how free magic all day, every day, baby. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna be using these constantly. Constantly, you know, yeah. you have damage dealing ones, you have weird mechanical ones. Like... So minor illusion. Yep. So you can use that. Create a very small five foot cube illusion. Yeah. So you can like kind of warp around your idea of how you want to like, very handle flavorful. this thing for like a relatively small effect. Yeah. Uh, the other. Prestidigitation. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> Prestidigitation is basically make a small effect. Yeah, all kinds of, you know, your Gandalf, you're sitting on, like, the back of your little cart and you're <laughs> trying to blow off a little bit of firework. Yeah, Actually, speaking of, when Gandalf is talking to Bilbo, he goes, Bilbo Baggins! <laughs> That's precipitation. Yeah. Um, it could be thaumaturgy as well. Yeah, one or two. I The difference I is mean, kind of blur. Yeah, thaumaturgy these. is a bit more like of a supernatural effect. Whereas yeah. I think prestidigitation is like a, a natural effect that you are making more. Okay, thaumaturgy, druidcraft, and prestidigitation. <laughs> What's the difference? Go. 
Druidcraft is like in the flavor that they give is much more nature based. Mm. It's pretty much only open to druids. Things like creating a small rain cloud or like leaves falling effect. Mm. They're very kind of based in nature. Thaumaturgy is, I always see it as more of a cleric spell or a paladin cantrip. Mm. I think it might only be open to them. The biggest difference is what classes they're available to. Prestidigitation is available to bards, warlocks, sorcerers, wizards. Druid calf is available to druids, and thaumaturgy is available to clerics, and also tieflings. Okay, so their differences would be tailored towards like the nature of their magic. Yeah, they're kind of, it's basically all of them are a harmless effect. Yeah, they're kind of like Venn diagrams that kind of overlap in some areas, I think. Yeah, definitely. There's there's huge overlaps for them. So those are some examples of cantrips. <laughs> and a yeah. little pop quiz to top it off. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to do the cantrip episode. There's a lot to talk about. There's so much flavor to them. There's a few extra things to go into with spells in general. Some spells will have, well, they'll all have a lot of tags to them. We'll talk about one now, ritual casting. Mm. If a spell has ritual next to it, what does that mean? So ritual means that you have 10 minutes more that you spend to cast this in order to have a free spell. (laughs) So you can kind of, like in the same way that cantrip doesn't actually cost a spell slot to use it. Rituals, this is only for certain spells. Not every spell you can cast as a ritual. You gotta look to to see if it's got the ritual tag to it. And also you can't cast them at higher levels. Mm. You can only cast them at the level they're written at. Yeah, so you gotta sit down, spend 10 minutes, you know, alone time. I always thought it was weird that it's just a flat 10 minutes. It's not like double. Yeah, because I mean, if you, I don't know, if you had some spell that takes like an hour long casting. Yeah, and they're like, what's an extra 10 minutes? Yeah, it's like, well, I want to just always cast as its original. And if it's like an instantaneous spell, (laughs) it's It's like, like, well, this really sucks now. (laughs) Yeah, it it doesn't seem to balance quite well. But I think it's just easy to remember. Can't cast it in combat, basically. I think that's like what that mostly does. Now, not everyone can cast ritual spells. Clerics and druids have this feature, um, ritual caster. Mm. Bards, clerics, druids, and wizards, they all get this feature. It's also a feat, ritual casting. Mm. So you can spec into it at later levels if you take that feat. And we'll get to feats later. (laughs) Got a lot of those. (laughs) Yeah, so the two ingredients to this ritual pie that you need are one, the spell needs to actually say that it can be cast as a ritual. Yeah. And two, you gotta you be the good <laughs> class to, <laughs> to You need it. to be able to <laughs> cast a rituals. Yeah. But you can you can get that later. So that's the basics of spells and what do they be and how do they work? Yeah, pretty straightforward. This is gonna be a bit of a shorter episode, I think. Nice. But we're gonna dive into a big chunky episode next week. Yeah, we're weaning you there because we got a lot yeah. to talk about <laughs> when it part. comes to spells and the Ooh. mechanics of it. That's just like the little teaser that'll teach you at least like, you know. Yeah, the next I'll episode be, is going to make up for this one, I guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll say goodbye now then. Goodbye now then. Au revoir. A vida sen. Sayonara. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>